What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Donations. Thank you for taking some time to listen today. We've been granted another week to cultivate our best selves and to expand our limits and to chase our dreams. And I hope you're taking full advantage of it. I'm definitely sending good thoughts your way. Speaking of cultivating our best selves, I have been devoting a lot of my time recently to self-growth and self-exploration. And when I say that has been a game changer, it's an understatement. One of the things contributing to this game-changing mentality is the book The Untethered Soul. I will say that when I first picked it up, it was a bit of a tough read, but the more I've sat with it and the more I've leaned into it, I guess you could say, the more it's really pushed me to take a deeper look into myself. I've got my sticky notes plastered all throughout the book with my interpretation of the chapters and how to apply its recommendations to my life. The book, throughout its chapters, talks about how much we tend to live in fear and how much we fear looking within ourselves. It talks about how much we crave protection and the links we'll go to to preserve our safe space. How we'll do everything we can to avoid our safe space being jeopardized. Even as far as allowing something like blame to decide how we live our lives. There was this one time a couple of years back when a close friend of mine at the time got the unfortunate news that his grandpa had passed. In talking to him about it, I was surprised to see this contrast between how horrible he felt, but how certain he was that he wasn't going to attend the funeral. When I pushed to get a little more insight, he let on that it had nothing to do with his grandpa and everything to do with who else would be in attendance at the funeral. I couldn't imagine not attending the funeral of someone so close to me, as close as he had told me he and his grandpa were. And even more so, I couldn't imagine the potential regret that might come along later in life after deciding not to go. So I tried leveling with him and the situation. And after his own deciding, he made his way to the funeral. Unfortunately, whatever issue lied between him and the certain others in attendance blew up. Now, both parties, I think, were guilty in the outburst, but in a fit of anger, he pointed the finger at me for suggesting he should attend in the first place. What I understand now that I didn't then, in the heat of being blamed, is that by blaming me, he created a world in which his acting out in anger could be justified by the actions of others. At the time, I figured there was no sense in creating more conflict, so I, in a sense, carried that blame for a little bit. But when I did that, though, 
I carried along this warped idea of what true friendship interactions should look and feel like for a really long time. This book, and more so this memory, taught me that there are so many sides to what blame is. And it can be incredibly easy sometimes to point our finger at whatever is going on outside of us. I even thought about all the mornings that I thought I had extra time before work to stop at Starbucks. Only to get there and see five plus people standing between me and the register. Or where I would put in my order. But I still decided to stay and get my coffee fix. So then who's to blame anytime I decide to stop for coffee before work and still end up late? Even though I thought I had extra time. The easy way out is to say, well, the line, of course, all the people in line, it's their fault. Because it's easier to blame external factors rather than the fact that I could have been more prepared. I could have ordered ahead. I could have been more realistic about exactly how much extra time I had. Or I could have prioritized better and made it to work on time instead. When we blame others or external factors, we create a space in which we never have to take responsibility or be held accountable. That point blank stunts our growth. And when we allow ourselves to carry the blame for others, we allow the seed of fear to sprout and start making decisions for us about how we live our lives. Now, none of this is to suggest that we should be the ones to blame or that we should put the blame on ourselves, nor that we should be so hard on ourselves for that matter. But it should be a reminder that we have the power to look within and decide whether blame runs our life or not, whether we learn the lessons life has to offer or not and whether we sit in a safe space all our life, or if we venture out of our comfort zone. So, if you're coming across any blame this week, I hope you're putting it in its rightful place and choosing to continue forward. Thanks again for listening. Feel free to reach out to me on Instagram with any questions, feedback, or just to say hi. You can find me at Donovan.Baeza. And until the next one, be careful.